Kelman on cliffcentral.com. Trezor, you, you really got me thinking. Uh, for, I don't know, for the longest time, I've always thought in order to be successful, does one have to have extreme lows and then extreme highs? Guy like Simon Cowell loses everything at 30, moves back in with his parents, then this American Idol thing happens, and suddenly he's successful again. And when I look at your journey, and I flash back to like, you know, you being in, in South Africa working as like a car guard, flash forward to today, I almost wonder if in order to be wildly successful, one has to go through a serious varying range of emotions and varying range of sort of statuses in life. I don't know. What do you think, dude? All right. Uh, firstly, thank you so much for having me. Um, I think uh, we all have our personal journeys. Um, and in my case, I think uh, reaching the like ultimate low has been uh, one of the crucial part of my journey. And um, I can't really change it for anything. And I think it has taught me to appreciate everything in life. Um, and for some reason, I think um, whether in business, whether in music, whether in sport, um, you got to be able to take the lowest, lowest um, of you. Um, like when it comes to emotions and um, um, achievements, you got to be able to fail many times mm. for you to reach, you know, um, your ultimate a full potential. I wonder if it also just makes you a better artist. I mean, you know, great lyrics and great music is about stuff that people understand and resonate with. Yeah. And I guess if you've lived something, it's easier for you to, to write about it and people are going to buy into it a little bit more. Yeah, I think uh, the most uh, powerful thing about music, um, or rather your music has to be more convincing. People have to, to listen to you and be convinced about the thing you sing about, you know. Whether it be love, whether it be uh, things you go through every day or um, the challenges people face every day in society, mm. people have to believe you, you know, and that's for me is very crucial. So um, with my music, I try to be as real as much as I can. I want to talk about inner fire for a second. And when you're going through those lows right. and you're trying to figure out how you're going to get to where you see in your mind and actualize it, because you know you can see yourself playing on a world stage. You can see yourself getting nominated for the Grammy, but then you've got to actually make it happen in real life, which is where it gets a little tricky. And and what was the what's the inner conversation that you consistently have with yourself around why you are going to be successful? I think uh, the first uh, that's a very interesting question. But the first thing that I always tell myself is that um, I think. I look at every person around me that they are great. We are all great and we just have to believe it. And as an artist, I know what it takes for um, an artist to reach a certain level, but a certain level internationally. But as an African artist based in Africa, it things become much harder because uh, music from Africa, whether it be rock, soul, pop, whatever, it's always treated like secondary, mm. you know, um, to unlike guys from UK or New Zealand or... Um, whatever us and for me i know i've always been aware that we're gonna have to work harder for us to be treated as much as adele or coldplay or uh, bruno mars or mm. chris brown whatever and um the conversation that i have myself i have to just focus and spend more time on my craft and make sure it's at its highest level uh, possible because when it, when it comes to music man you can't really deny the music so mm. if the music 
is perfect enough or is strong enough to reach the whole world. You know, uh, in music industry, politics, they can try, but if the music is connecting with the people, uh, let's say, for example, the funny thing for me is like, my music connected first in Italy mm. and uh, they discovered on YouTube it was not like we pushed for it, you know. So if the music is connecting, if the music is has reached its full potential and the artist it um, has worked really hard to find you in the craft, man, all those going to open. So for me, I spend more time on the music and less time on the admin. Let's talk about how you connect in in a digital era. So how you connect through your music with people, how you connect with people through Twitter, through Facebook, through Instagram, and then also how real that connection is. Because you seem like a pretty authentic guy who I would imagine sometimes is frustrated by social media. Very much. And, and like, you know, what it's doing to the world. Look, uh, I think for me, social media is, has been such an amazing, amazing tool to connect the whole world together. So, for example, I'll give an example. Um, a few... For example, two years ago, uh, my family still lived in Congo, um, some in Burundi, and we couldn't really talk like much. But now and then I'll be on my phone and then oof, my older sister's calling me on, on Facebook. I'm like, hey, what's up? How you doing? You cool? And that for me is like the beautiful side of it. On the other side, I think a lot of people get lost in it. And um, uh, I think one of my mental um, main things I want to achieve this year is to be able to not really... Um, get lost on my phone you know and i think we as human beings we've lost that kind of original connection the social media has impacted the way we we communicate with society and friends and family and stuff but i mean with fans online um it's an amazing tool to communicate and i think there are a lot of people that are still authentic um online but uh, for me it's just the youth has to be very careful not just the youth people to not mm. like lose your life on social media because for me at certain level it's not really it's not real you know you 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 wouldn't say you know someone because you chat to them online dude what word describes you the best and that's, that's i know hard. it's hard eh? yeah. just because i ask it i can't answer it <laughs> hey, that's hard um i mean it could even be trezor yeah well that's what yeah my, 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 my family trezor means treasure yeah thing. but i'll say um Mm. I think I'm more revolutionary. Hmm. Yeah. I love the, the the idea of using music as a tool to be revolutionary. Um because some people would use I don't know, in terrible instances a gun as their tool to be revolutionary or a bomb and for you it's it's music and there's actually something really poetic and beautiful about that. I think I don't know. Def- definitely. Um Look, um, I think for some reason I was chilling with Jimmy Nevis two days ago in Cape Town and I uh, kept telling him, man, I feel we as artists and just normal young people have, uh, we have all our purpose. And I, I found my purpose for me is to, to, as an artist, is to make sure African music is seen at the same level as music from around the world and treated as such because it's good enough. And when it comes to music, obviously music comes with a lot of things, comes with influence. And now mm. when it comes to influence, um, I won't really leave beautiful scars in people's lives. When you say scars, it's like I'm very passionate about um, um, children and um, uh, women rights and stuff. And for me, it's all revolved around that revolution for the youth that we should be more passionate about 
greater things than just good clothes and good cars and looking cool and whatever, you know. It's about, yeah, it feels like you're the kind of guy that has very consistent internal conversations with who you're becoming and what you're about. Do you kind of, do you look for guidance from other people? Do you look for guidance from within? Are you religious? Are you spiritual? Uh, look, uh, I grew up in a Christian family, and I'm still Christian, uh, but I, I, I wouldn't say I despise, but I think uh, religion is is a word that I don't like really to use. Uh, I prefer to be more spiritual because I, I really appreciate all other religions um, just because I think there is beautiful in everybody, you know, beautiful things in everybody. And and uh, for me, we all on our personal journeys and we should be able to appreciate each other, you know. Um, no one is perfect. I wouldn't say because uh, I'm on this road, I'm, I'm, I'm on the right path, you know. Mm. So we should be actually able to appreciate... I do actually, um, like, I do follow, like, um, the teachings and parts of some of, um, 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 great people that, like, came before us. So, um, whether it's Nelson Mandela, whether it's uh, Martin Luther King, um, and, um, other great people that came before us. And for me, as I said, I grew up in a very small town called Goma. So, very young, I experienced a lot of things like random genocide happening before me and, uh, but I lost my parents when I was 17. And what I want to achieve, to be honest, as a man, is to leave just beautiful scars. And I'm starting a new project this year, which is uh, to start a woman and children hospital in my hometown. It, mm. It's a big one. Uh, it's going to take a lot of years. But uh, I just feel it's like one of a big part of my purpose here. I have to tell you, in the context of the world that we live in, and I mean, just, in, I mean, just driving to the studio today in the context of the headlines that one sees on the side of the road, the morning scrolls one has through Twitter, there's something really dope about, you know, interacting with someone like you who's just kind of trying to influence the people around him, trying to, you know, use art as a tool to also influence and change the world. Um, and I guess it's people like you that, you know, make as positive about the future of the world because sometimes it's easy to get all doom and gloom with everything going on. What do you think that as a human race we all inherently know but just aren't kind of connecting with? Or like, I'm, that's a, such a loaded question. Yeah, What's I, I, wrong with I the world? Like... But I like just and whatever sentiment you have towards it, just step in with it because I don't even know what I'm asking. Yeah, I, I, I get you. I think. Um... You know, I think uh, once Nelson Mandela said, you know, love comes easily to human being, you know, then hate because people get taught hate, you know. And I really feel very strongly that um, in the world, it has become, obviously over the years, natural to be greedy. Like um, people think of themselves first, you know, and me included. It's like... It's it's a it's a rare occasion for you to think of someone else other than yourself, mm. or should be the other way around. You get what I mean? Mm. And um, and we deep inside we know, man, you'll feel good every time you do something good. It's it's like it, this free feeling. It's, it's like freeze, you know. It's like this free feeling, but we, we don't really much enough. So um, for me, it's one of the things I'm really trying to go back to 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 cause other people to smile more. Yeah, I dig it. It's a perfect answer. I got to go to two questions uh, on the list here that we have from Cizwe and Pofu Walsh, who's also on our list of influential millennials. His first question for you: What is the next big social media platform? Hmm. 
Do look, you care even? <laughs> like I don't know, man. To be honest, uh, look, I, I like uh, I like what I think uh, some of the stuff Facebook has been doing in terms of, like the tourism attack that have been happening around the world and uh, people checking in and stuff. Yeah. For me, for me, that's the most beautiful part of it. You know, it's it's like being used to help society to be a better. You know, um, I don't really know what's the next one, but I'm sure there is. There is a, a, some kid somewhere around Something's the world creating, yeah. creating some Snapchat or, <laughs> you know, um, what is it, Flickr? F- uh, Flick, yeah, there's Flickr, there's Periscope, there's yeah, like a million Periscope. Now. A Periscope is dope, actually. Are you use that? I, I, I used it once, uh, Espresso, before I went to Europe and I never used it again. <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's really cool. I think, uh, it's, I think that's one is one gonna be the highlights, cause I mean, you can pretty much broadcast, so you don't really need this huge montage of stuff. You can cool. just, you know, I think Periscope is really cool. Nice. Uh, and then second question here, how do you use your influence in a positive way? Mm. So I think naturally for me, um, naturally I love, I love to inspire, you know, so for me, if I inspire someone, I feel inspired myself. So, um, my influence as an artist, I, I love, I think I want to share my story like on a global scale that I came from, man, I came from a small town where there are a lot of people that come out there, um, but not being successful in the worldwide scale. And I want to inspire the youth from around Africa, kids from war-torn regions. Um, and that for me is a mission, um, and orphans from around the world that you can come from the lowest place, you know, called maybe one of the worst places to live in the world and still go out there and be someone and have an influence or something to say in the world. Beautiful answer. Um, I'm going to let you close it, Twezo. You can close the interview, say whatever's on your mind, um, whatever you want people to know about you, Whatever you kind of just are feeling right now. Mm. Well, it's been really, really great to be here. Um, I'm excited for this year. I think it's going to be a really, really great year. And I wish everyone success, love and happiness. And I hope uh, you share a lot of love this year. Peace. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.